Thank you. So during a, del a deliverance service, um, so many people were called to the altar, you know, to surrender. It was in a remote village. So, so many came, came out. And at the end of the day, one man, after surrendering all, he threw his uh, talismans and all those stuff. But after prayer, as he was about to walk out, he came back and excused that at least he, he wanted to take one out of the whole things that he surrendered, that he wanted to take one. That to, his, to him, he said, man, it's not, it's not good for a man to remain alone without having something. And I was like, was he serious? Um, as Christians and believers, we should always know and believe that with God, all things are possible. And when God is with you, you are not alone. So when we surrender, we have to surrender all, not in B. This morning we are going to look at um, something that is very, very familiar with us as believers and Christians. And um, something that we can't do without if we, if we call ourselves Christians, and that is prayer. Prayer, we are called to be united in prayer. And prayer is a key to every doors. It is a key that opens every opportunities. And that's why it's very, very important. If you are a Christian and you are not in the habit of prayer, it's better you cultivate it. It's very, very important. It's a very powerful tool, as we are going to see this morning. So, as a means of introduction, we, uh, this, we are going to look at, it. we take our text from the book of Philippians chapter 4, and uh, from verse 4 to 7. Philippians chapter 4. From 4 to 7, it says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say, rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and mind through Christ Jesus. Amen. Father, Lord, we thank you this morning. We thank you for the gift of life. We thank you for the health that you've given unto us. Thank you for the privilege even to come before thy throne of grace. Lord, we have come this morning to say thank you and blessed be your name and to lift your name high above every other name for you are worthy. Thank you for what you have done in our lives and what you are doing and what you will continue to do. Father, as we lift up every department of this congregation before thee, O oh Lord, we ask you to guide us, lead us, provide, and most importantly, speak to us. 
and blessed be your name. Amen. So, what is prayer? What is it all about? We'll look at the origin of prayer, uh, when, should, when we should pray, and why we must pray. Also, we'll go through types of prayers, the importance of prayer, as well as the beauty of prayer. So, what is prayer? In the worldly sense, prayer can be said to be an earnest hope or wish. That is in the worldly uh, uh, description or definition. But biblically, prayer is a medium through which we communicate with God. It is simply communicating with God. We listen and talking to him. It is not a mysterious uh, practice reserved only for the clergy. It is for everybody. Everybody that calls himself or herself a Christian, a believer, everyone that trusts in the Lord. It is our means to communicate with God. Prayer is raising of one's mind and heart to God or requesting of good things from him. At an even more basic level, a prayer is a form of communication, a way of talking to God just as we do to our family, our fathers, our moms, our friends. That is what prayer is all about. And one commentator described prayer as simply paying attention to God. Paying attention to God. One can theoretically recite long prayers, but in the end, pay little attention to God. In his word, this is not usually a malicious or prideful motive, but often simply due to the fact that our minds are very weak. So it's very, very important when we are praying, we have to pay attention to God. Because you can only listen, you can hear when you pay attention. But when, you, when the attention is not there, whatever you say, whatever is revealed to you will be forgotten just in a, in a second. So it's very, very important that we pay attention to God at all times. But prayer can be a quite different experience when one sets one's self apart and spend intimate and quality time with God, singing, praising Him, just as we did this morning. Just as we did this morning during the uh, worship that is part of prayer when we worship the lord meditate we are praying we are communicating with god 
So we ought to take more attention, pay more attention, and take more serious when it comes to worshiping. It's very, very important. Go with me to the book of Matthew. Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6 verse 6 says, But you, when you pray, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place. And your Father who sees in the secret will reward you openly. We are talking about, you know, quiet time, making quiet time with the Lord. You can pray anywhere, but it's advisable that you go to a quiet place. It could be in your room when you are alone, communicate to God, pay attention to him and listen. Have a conversation with him. We look at the origin of prayer. It originated from God in the beginning, in the very beginning in the Garden of Eden. You can see that in Genesis chapter 2, 18 to 23. Because of time, we are not, I'm not going to read. God made the first family, Adam and Eve. He initiated the communication link by asking Adam to name the animals. Adam expressed his gratitude and appreciation when God gave him Eve as wife and helper. And they continued to talk to each other and communicate to God. However, at the most critical moment when the serpent came calling, Adam and Eve refused to pray for help. I don't know if they had prayed, maybe things would have changed, or maybe a different story. We don't know. But here, they refused to pray. Maybe they forget. But the best thing they would have done at that moment is to pray, to communicate with God. And instead of asking for forgiveness, they hid themselves from God. And since then, mankind has been hiding from God since that time in Eden. And as one writer captioned it, and for centuries, men, or rather man, has been hiding behind idols of stone, metal, woods, rather than the true living God. Yet through it all, true and sincere prayer to God lived on in the lives of the faithful believers. This is something, prayer is something that cannot be taken away from prayers, no matter what, from believers, no matter what. Because it is like our breath. As a Christian, as a believer, if you cannot pray, means your chances of survival is very, very rare. It's very, very limited. This morning, we are here to encourage each and every one of us to, I know that we pray in our own ways, but to take it more serious. It is a very powerful tool in the hand of a believer. 
as we will see in the, in the, uh, as we go on. So the first recorded and notable prayer in Torah and in Hebrew Bible was made by Abraham when he pleaded with God not to destroy the people of Sodom, where the people of uh, where his nephew Lot lived. That you can find that in Genesis 18. So prayer and faith cannot be separated. They go hand in hand. Your faith cannot be as strong as it should when you don't back it up with prayer. So two of them work together. You remain faithful. You maintain your faith in God by being prayerful. Jesus told his disciples in Matthew chapter 21, 18, 22, and whatever you ask in prayer, believing, you will receive. Whatever you ask God in prayer and you believe, you will receive because you ask in the right manner. You ask from God and he gives. He's the God that answers prayer. And such through history, throughout the Bible, prayers has been the greatest untapped power. And it's still available even now to those who put their trust in Christ. And the question is, how should we pray? Prayer is simply talking to God. You can talk aloud, or quietly to him in your mind. God hears us even when our words are unspoken. Back to Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. It says back, um, from 6 to 13. But when you pray, go into your room. And when you have shut your doors, pray to your father who is in the secret place. And your father who sees in the secret place will reward you openly. And when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the heathens do. For they think that they will be heard for their many words. Therefore, do not be like them. For your father knows the things that you have need of before you ask him. In this manner, therefore, pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptations but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. That is a model of prayer as given by Jesus. Our prayer, number one, it should be addressed to God as rightful place and supremacy as the Father and, create, and the Creator. 
we should worship and praise him for who he is and all he has done. Our prayer should acknowledge that it is God, is God's will and plan are in control and not our own. Our wills, our plans will never be if God is not, if God does not sanction it. So it is the will of God at the end of the day, not ours. Ask God for the things that we need. Confess our sins and repent. Request protection and help in overcoming sins and Satan's attack. Now we look at types of prayer. There are many types or kinds of prayer. A believer may say, depending on his or her circumstances or mood, but let us examine just few. As we read in Matthew chapter 6, one to, I mean, six to, uh, nine to, from 9 to 13. From 9 to 13, So uh, Jesus said, in this manner, therefore, pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. So here, when we talk about types of prayer, all is embedded in this, in this uh, prayer. Number one, we look at adoration or worship. In prayer of adoration or worship, we exalt the greatness of God. We acknowledge our dependence on him in all things as demonstrated by, as I said this morning, as we worship the Lord, as we exalt his name, we fulfill this, this prayer of adoration. Christ have in one accord praised and adored the name of the Lord. In extolling his name, his greatness, we also acknowledge our own humility and shortcomings. Another prayer, another one is petition. It is another type of prayer that is more familiar. In this, we ask God for things we need, primarily spiritual needs or physicals as well. Our prayer of petition should always include a statement of our willingness to accept God's will, whether directly answered or not. And this is as also exemplified in our uh, prayer. The third one is intercession. Prayer of intercession is another form of prayer of petition, but they are important enough to be considered. Intercession is a prayer we are, that we are not concerned 
about ourselves, but for others. When you pray for others, when you intercede on their behalf, lift up their burdens, leave them before the throne of grace. That is the prayer of intercession. We intercede through our prayer for our fellow Christians, asking God to shower his blessings or mercy upon them. We intercede for our neighbors. We intercede for our communities. We intercede for our leaders as well as our nations. We also have thanksgiving. This is the most neglected of all these. Why? Because we take the blessings, what the Lord is doing in our lives, we take it just for granted. If God could just open our spiritual sight to behold what goes on in the spiritual realms, we will always be thankful for what he's doing in our lives because we don't know the battle that is fighting on our behalf. The arrows of the enemy that is coming front and back, sideways, all around, how God's been shielding us from all this. Because we don't see it, we take everything for granted. This is where we really need to step up. While grace before meals is a good example of prayer of thanksgiving, but we should form the habit of thanking God throughout the day for the things that happen to us and others. Now, when should we pray? There is no specific time for prayer. That is to say we can pray any time anywhere, even anyhow. God does not sleep. He's never too busy to listen to us. He will always have time for you. Whenever you pray, whenever you want to communicate with him, he's there and his ear is open at all times. Just pay attention and he will do the rest. Believers can pray from their hearts, freely, spontaneously, and at all times. Matthew chapter 24. Matthew chapter 24. Um, Forty-two to forty-four. 42 to 44, he says, Watch therefore, for you do not know what the hour, what hour your Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief will come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore, you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. We should always be prayerful. We should always be ready. Always be on guard and pay attention. 
to listen to him. Sorry, sorry. That's okay. Thank you. Thank you. So, what are the importance of prayer? The importance of prayer cannot be overemphasized. Like I said, if only God will open our spiritual eyes to see what is happening, we can't but pray more and often. Prayer is one of the most potent weapons in the hand of a true believer. If you look at the book of James, James, chap uh, uh, James chapter 5. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. James chapter 5, 16-18. Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours and he prayed earnestly that it will not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth produced its fruits. Importance of prayer. If Elijah could do that, the power is still within us today. We can as well do that. And we can only do that but through prayer. He prayed and miracle took place. That same power is still available to us even now. We can pray and change situations. We can pray and change course of, uh, uh, course of things, events. We can pray and direct things. And we can pray, and God will walk. Prayer is your supernatural radar, and it opens your spiritual sight to the schemes and plots of the enemy, as well as what God has in stock for you. Second Kings chapter 6, but we are not going there because of time. In the book of 2 Kings, the Bible describes how God provides an army of angels, leading horses and chariots of fire to protect Elisha and his servants, and open the servants' eyes so that he can see the angelic army surrounding them. So it's only when our spiritual side is open that we can behold all these things, and it can only be through prayer. Prayer is your divine connection to your supernatural resources. First John 
chapter 5 14-15 he said now this is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will he hears us and if we know that he hears us whatever we ask we know that we have the petition that we have asked of him in other words, we ask, he gives. We can only do this through prayer. So prayer is very, very important. Prayer ushers us into, the, into God's throne of grace. Hebrews chapter 4. Hebrews chapter 4, 4 verse 16. He said, Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Prayer is basically stepping aside and allowing God to step in. Not only stepping in, to step into your circumstances. Sometimes we carry it all alone. We believe that we have answer to all the questions. We believe that we can do it all. But that's not true. Because of this, so many people, you know, lose their lives or run into many troubles, trying to be who they are not, trying to assume power that is not in them. But when you believe, when you know that there is God, that he's able to do all things, the only thing you do is take all these things into prayer. Lay it on, his, on the floor. Just let it be. And release yourself from the stress. God will do it all. He has answer. And he's capable. But when you cannot pray, that's when you show the burdens that is far much greater than you. And when you're under such weight, it's very, very disastrous, physically and spiritually. So we need to cultivate the habit of prayer. And this brings us back to the main text, which is uh, Philippians 4, 4 to 7. We look at the beauty of prayer. And there is a song, which I don't think uh, Brian will help us in this. The song that says, what a friend we have in Jesus. It captures some of the beauty of prayer, the importance of prayer. This very song captures it all. <laughs> 